0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today
1: with Byte.
0: Hey, y'all, 7 Runs and Heavens, back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. There's still no definitive decision on the college football season as FCS conferences continue to cancel their fall season. So we push on. It is I. Rob Paul, a.k.a. the NFL Top 100 correspondent for Armchair Media. And with me, once again,
1: is AJ, Texas is back, hook'em, horns up, Marchese Yeah, my Caden uh, my Stearns Pro Comp, Jamal Adams. Okay, then. Today. Not even close. <laughs> today
0: we'll be continuing our summer scouting series with prospects from the all-gas no breaks conference, also known as the Big Twelve. Let's hit it. 2 seven, seven, seven,
1: seven, seven, and one two three four. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby driving up. To Cleveland, maybe looking for a Lawrence or Suelle. Don't draft specialists on the first day. Eh? Don't draft specialists on the second day. Eh? Maybe draft a punter in the 6 we We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song.
0: Following the senseless murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and countless other black community members at the hands of police officers, we want to ensure we do what we can to make a tangible impact on those communities as we grow. Armchair Media will be issuing four $500 scholarships per semester to aspiring black creatives. If you've ever been dismissed as having an unrealistic career path, if you've ever butted heads with parents or teachers because they don't recognize exactly what you want to do with your life, if you have ever feared to express yourself or put your work into the world due to potential backlash, we strongly encourage you to apply. We recognize that there are creatives out there who may have bypassed college to pursue other avenues, who didn't get into college because their passions didn't translate to collegiate testing, or who did not have access to the financial means to pay for college. This is why there are only three requirements for eligibility. Be a black creative, be under the age of 21, and submit a project to scholarship at That's go- That project can be anything from graphic design to photography to whatever you find creative. So please submit to scholarship at also, there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at BetOnline.ag. In fact, if you took the Blue Jays today, you're a loser. The <laughs> sports world is slowly making its way back, with the NBA announcing its return. I'm watching the pretend NBA preseason right now. The Raptors, go Raptors. Go Raptors, beat Trailblazers. That's my saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, UFC boxing, NASCARs. Baseball's back. The Blue Jays are one and two. Uh, and Should be three and zero. Yeah, three and zero in my shadow league or whatever. Yeah. Bet online has the best odds lines for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? Bet online is simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers. So check it out. Bet online also offers hundreds of live casinos, games, poker tournaments, and the best prop bets in the business. I wonder if you can get prop bets on the NFL top one hundred because I would be addicted to that. <laughs> Visit, visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus betonline.ag your online wagering experts
1: you'd uh you'd have 500 units right now on Lender for, for Net being number 100 right yeah but like what kind of odds do you
0: think like like you can get odds on that but like also with all
1: they, the odds are hundred to one in my opinion
0: how many players would they list can you do write-ins
1: for like plus 1000 yep
0: this is the year Mike Hilton breaks
1: in on the list at number one hundred. That okay, so you can are you parlaying Leonard Fournette and Mike Hilton? Like Yes. You 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 get two players for the price of one.
0: Yes, and those are my two, yes.
1: Respect. Good
0: picks. Thank you. You know who had bets in the nineties? Dante Hightower. So
1: You can place that bet, too. Okay. Uh, for the listeners, the NFL Top 100 is going to start shortly, and Rob's got his eyes on that, so you you will be super distracted during the podcast.
0: It's okay, and we're, just, will- we're only talking about the Big Twelve. Like it's the least relevant conference to me because I'm a Pac-12. Whoa, it's it is. Kind I'm kind sorry, of- it doesn't have uh, divisions within the conference.
1: Like what is this? That's a good point. That's a good point. It doesn't really make sense. All right, I'll give you it. Uh I'll do that by myself. Just, just let us know what's going on in the NFL Top 100. Remember the year that either Baylor or
0: TCU should have been in the playoff, but the Big 12 just didn't have a championship game, <laughs> so they neither got
1: in? That was sick. still stupid. I hate the Big 12. By the way, Mizzou should still be in the Big 12. I'm throwing so that table.
0: So should Texas A&M, so should Kansas. Kansas? Sorry, not Kansas. Mizzou should be because of Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like that, that rivalry of... Uh, Remember the year Chase Daniel versus Todd Reesing? I'll never forget it. 2007, the greatest college football season in the history of sport. Retweet. Okay. Spe- okay. Speaking of the greatest season, let's talk about one that's probably not going to happen. The 2020 oh, no. season. And all these Big 12 prospects. What a conference full of just the Pac 12 have more talent. I'm going to say it.
1: You're such a Pac 12 homer.
0: I know, but I'm a Ohio State fan. So.
1: And you want them to move to the Pac 12? We know. <laughs> uh quarterbacks rob qb1 in the big 12 gotta be brock purdy you sure it's not charlie brewer charlie brewer show some flashes oh don't do this He's i'm like, not i'm not i'm just okay. doing a bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm okay. yeah is that anytime back when i start calling back you space, for back ba-
0: bad quarterback yeah. takes you just oh actually it's a bit
1: it's a bit, dude. Do you not know how not do not know how to podcast? You fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Charlie Brewer, undraftable, right, Rob? Correct. But let's talk. So Purdy's
0: one, as yes. you said. I came away kind of
1: disappointed. Really? Okay. Just I, just because there was like
0: first round talk about him at times.
1: Yeah. No. Okay. So Which I, he's I think not like that. No, I think he's like a borderline top one hundred guy. That's how. That's where I am right now. Okay, I have him late day three. Oh wow! Okay, you're super low.
0: Yeah, I, okay. I, I don't know. Um, he reminds me so much of Colt McCoy. Where it's like I think he could be a backup at, at this point right now. I, yeah, I, I'm sure he'll take a jump too. Right, like you got to keep in mind he's only going into his true junior season. He's yeah. also a guy who he. I recently was reading about his recruitment. And he missed his entire junior year because he like he, his hand gotten impaled by a cactus.
1: <laughs> oh, that's really fucking weird. Okay.
0: Yeah, and that's why he ended up like uh, lower down in the QB rankings at Iowa State.
1: Worked out worked out for everyone, Rob. Yes. Um, but my,
0: my my point being, um, I don't know, like he Matt Campbell. That offense is really fun. We'll, yeah. We'll get to their tight end usage in a bit. Um yep. And their running back is quite good. That, that I th- He stood out to me as, like, one
1: of the best guys who's not draftable, or not Lo- uh, in this draft class that just kept making plays. I know. I felt like we saw, first of all, I don't know his name. He's number 28. B- Brees Hall, I believe. Okay. Uh, lots of spin moves and really good contact balance. He's yeah. fun. Yeah. More explosive David Montgomery. But, so with Purdy,
0: like, I thought he, he had the makings of an interesting spot start backup quarterback um he's pretty solid mechanically i thought under fire he he for the most part remains pretty calm his decision making is a little wonky i don't think he throws a very good deep ball
1: okay so i I
0: think i just don't think he he's much of a threat to push the ball down the field and a, a lot of it's like he's he's pretty good in the rpo quick game quick pass game yeah um and I, I don't know. I just there was no traits with him that really blew me away. Like he, his mobility, obviously. But like the people who like kind of compare him with Johnny Manziel. He is not that as a runner.
1: No, not even close. Uh, honestly, I I was kind of underwhelmed. Like, like I don't think he's that great of a runner. Like he's a good scrambler, but, and he's like good enough to pick up first downs and you know make a few guys miss and stuff. But like I don't know. I don't think that's special. Uh, you touched on the composure. I think the composure is really impressive, especially for a guy that's just come off his sophomore that, year. That,
0: that's kind of the... I, I also think he can, although I don't think he's got, like, a wildly strong arm, he
1: can really rip the ball. Uh, I, yeah. You know what? I, Going to the deep balls, um, like, you, he just doesn't throw it too much. I, I think you see the flashes of him being able to... Like, I think he made one throw outside or close to the left hash, 55 yards downfield to the other hash, which is probably like 60 yards. So, like, the, the arm... Like, it, was, it wasn't on target, but <laughs> the arm talent was there. So I think you see some of that. But the funny thing is, it's like, I don't have the exact stat, but it feels like 90% of his completions come between the hashes. Yeah, well, the, it, they're,
0: they're doing so much of that quick game RPO stuff. Yeah, they love the tight yeah. ends there, and he's got two massive... Or three massive tight ends, I should say. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I'm hoping, though, this year that... Maybe they opened it up a little bit more with more consistent downfield passing on the outside, yeah. and I want to see some improved ball placement for him. He a lot of the time to me it just felt like he was just kind of chucking it up when he did go deep. Um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, co- going back to he doesn't get rattled. That's I, again, I think that's kind of the best thing. He he can extend plays, make plays yep. out of structure because he's mobile. Um, over, I I don't know. I just wasn't wowed. By him, like, I think he's a top 10 quarterback in this class,
1: probably. Mm-hmm.
0: But I, I think he needs to make a major jump to be a, a top 100 guy.
1: I, like, again, I, I feel like he's a borderline guy. And, yeah, I'm still, I'm pre- projecting a bit, but I like some of the tools. Well, and I, I, I also want to say that, I mean, after Lawrence Lanson-Fields, yeah.
0: it yeah, is so wide open that, like, I, I think, like, if Purdy's the fourth quarterback for some people... Or he'll be, like, the 10th for some people. It's going to be so all over the place in this quarterback class after those top three guys. And it's going to come down to, like, I don't know, wouldn't you rather bet on a guy like Brock Purdy who's just coming off, I I mean, in this right now, in this moment, just coming off his true sophomore year over maybe a a guy like, uh, I don't know. I know Kyle Trask's got some fans.
1: Okay, you can throw that one. That's a good. That's a good name. To I put. like
0: Kyle Trask. Though. I'm not, I'm not trying to shit we'll on. We'll get Kyle there Trask. in the couple weeks. Yeah. yeah, but like, I mean, would you bet on Brock Purdy or Shane Bichelle? Because I think that's an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, similar quarterback style too. But yeah, yeah. so I just yeah. think it's gonna be wide open. I, I totally get you, kind of projecting it with Brock Purdy and maybe that, being a little higher on him than I am.
1: Yeah. That being said. I kind of get the takeaway with from you like that that he feels like a backup. Like I, I agree that I don't really see like a franchise quarterback, but a guy that you can maybe bring in and develop a bit and maybe get a start. I don't know. Like, so it's not like I'm super. Th- I'm me. not. I'm, I'm not. I'm
0: not saying this is like a comp for him, but like maybe a Tyrod Taylor. Oh my God, Tyrod a Tyrod Taylor? Taylor type career.
1: <laughs> That's a tongue twister. I know. Yeah, potentially. Uh, Taylor, obviously, the, I, I think the better athlete, but yeah.
0: But you you know what I mean, where he maybe sit, sits behind a franchise quarterback for a couple years. Yep. Shows some stuff, ends up somewhere else, kind of. Yeah. Um, makes some plays, becomes the Chargers' starting quarterback. Like a like a
1: like a Tyrod Taylor to an Alex Smith, but not going first overall. That kind of range potentially.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: Alex Smith's cleared to play, so. Yeah, that's awesome. By the way, hey, quickly, we had our first declaration. I forgot to write his name down, but it's the Florida A&M tackle. So, oh yeah, Congrats. and he, you know what, he's he was a big recruit, eh? Yeah, Auburn and Florida, or no, Auburn and Florida Atlantic transfer, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I, I forgot about Florida that too. Atlantic.
0: Just because, like, when I read it, it didn't really like check in with me. And then, well, there, there's also that South Carolina State has a really good defensive tackle who's now just entered into
1: the transfer portal because they. Cancelled their fall season. There's been a lot of late, like I, I, I think even COVID uh, aside, there's been a lot of late transfers. It's kind of it's been a fun, fun for that this year. Anyways, uh, who's your quarterback too in the conference, Rob?
0: Uh, I, I've got Sam Ellinger. I got Spencer Sanders. I like them both. I, well, like is a strong word. Um, I think Spencer Sanders is the most interesting of of the quarterbacks in the Big Twelve. I, yeah, fair enough. I think, let's let's talk him first. Obviously, he was a redshirt freshman last year. Um, yeah. And there was flashes, and there was also some inconsistency early in the year when I feel like Oklahoma State was trying to make him fit what they do and not fitting the offense around what he does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you saw more of them taking advantage of his athleticism down the stretch uh, before he got injured. Uh, he's a really good athlete, and I think he's got a really strong arm. Yep, and for sure. And like there there are traits with him that get me really excited. He's just so raw at this point. Um
1: Yeah. This, his feet are his feet are a mess. Yeah, like,
0: his feet and his his decision making and Yeah. But again, yeah. he was just a retro freshman. Like he's a guy who I could see have taking a tremendous leap. I really, really enjoyed watching him. He uh he made some defenders look silly as a runner
1: too. Yeah, no, for sure. And like kind of the opposite of Purdy. He, he, lots of consistent like uh outside the number throws mm-hmm. and like just zipping the ball in there and with with legit accuracy. Like you said, just a retro freshman. So I yeah, I, I see a definite path to Spencer Sanders being a draftable guy uh in a year or two. If there's
0: no fall season, I think there's not a chance in hell Brock Purdy and Spencer Sanders come out?
1: No. There's no way.
0: Purdy's more interesting. I don't, I I just I think Spencer Sanders in general wouldn't come out. Um, but, no. But Pur, Purdy's no. more interesting. But, yeah, if there's... I don't know. It'll be really weird to see what happens if there's no fall season and then we start getting, like... Because, again, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, I don't think Trey Lance needs to play. Um, no. Like, those three, I, I think, would all be done. Um, Which then brings an interesting question. Clemson and Ohio State would probably both be starting true freshman quarterback. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how a spring season would impact the quarterback class after
1: those three? It's, in general, it's just going to be a wild next eight months or whatever. Who knows how long. We're going to be busy, Um, baby. Yeah. Uh, Do you have, I mean, first of all, I don't want to talk Sam Ellinger after what happened last year. He's, hey, I thought he made a lot of improvements this year. I think Sam Ellinger's
0: got a chance to be drafted.
1: Okay, I don't have a draftable grade on him right now. I remember I did last year a day three each grade. Uh, I ahead you if exactly, but if Tommy Stevens got drafted, what's stopping Sam Ellinger? can't you say that about anyone who 's ever played football? You can, and I will, <laughs> but you know he's what, six two ish uh two thirty obviously a a good runner, probably not the greatest athlete, but a tough runner so, uh someone 's going to think he 's a fullback baby he you- Probably he he made a lot of improvements. I thought in terms of poise
0: as a passer and and being Mm -hmm. being able with the rush coming down, being able to create a structure, and kind of translating that athleticism just from being a power runner was how I felt he was used as a sophomore. Whereas a junior, he that athleticism you saw more uh, it uh, converted to him as a passer.
1: If you know what I mean. Yeah, that's one thing I liked about him last year. And, uh, you're right, though. It did happen more often. He extends plays and...
0: He's, um, he's still...
1: He, I mean, his mechanics are not great. No, they're wonky as hell. His decision-making, um, I thought,
0: got better, but still pretty inconsistent. And his he just doesn't really have any touch.
1: Yeah, the, he, he'll make the odd, fairly impressive throw. I think he like, can like, make some
0: good back-shoulder throws when like, he's going to Brendan Eagles or Colin Johnson. Like, yeah. his big outside threats you saw some of those good ball placement back shoulder throws but then there's sometimes where like Devin Duvernay had like a step or two on a a safety and and he just missed because he just doesn't have that consistent deep touch
1: yeah he's really uh inconsistent but actually funny I think it was the LSU game uh Duvernay got a lot of separation on a corner route but uh Ellinger kind of dropped in there perfectly right right in the would have hit the pylon if uh if DuVernay wouldn't have caught it. So there were some flashes there, and again, uh, I wouldn't be shocked with his pedigree and his leadership qualities and his size that he sneaks into the seventh round. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, this is going to be, a, he's a, a, a weird comp here. He's either a better
0: throwing Tim Tebow. Yeah, okay. First round pick, by the way. Yes. Or or a larger David Blau. Those are my takes. <laughs> that's sick thanks um yeah and then Charlie Brewer not for me uh no uh okay these these running backs um, i mean Chuba Hubbard is obviously the kind of the, the big name here Rams yep over 2000 yards last year is canadian uh, yep went back are you a big chuba
1: hubbard fan i feel like i'm i don't know i feel like i'm lower than a lot of people are like I think he is a top ten back. Yeah, I don't. Me too.
0: I don't think he's like a close to a first round pick type of back.
1: Me neither. Like, uh, I, like, I, could I see him being a second round player? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but like, you're. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like you're in the same boat as me.
1: Where like, would I take him in the third round if the draft was tomorrow?
0: Yeah, I would. I think. Uh, That's that's a fair take Yeah, the Seahawks would do that That makes sense (laughs) Um, But like, uh, I'll give an example The TCU game really stood out to me Where it's like He didn't do anything for uh, Long stretches of that game It's out of two carries Where he he hit a hole hard And he's got big burst And he ripped off, I don't know It might have been two One was like 96 yard touchdown run Mm -hmm. The other was something stupid like that and, and so he ends up with over 200 yards. But the rest of his carries that game, just, it, 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 yeah. it'd be like three to five yards. And he, he doesn't really consistently break first contact. Like, he's a really good athlete with big bursts, great quickness. But he just, I don't think he has great vision. And I don't
1: think... I, I like his patience, though. He's a really patient runner. I, in my opinion. Okay.
0: I, I don't think... I mean, he presses the line pretty well. But I just... Mm-hmm. I, um, I just don't think he's, like, a guy who, who's got that big open field. Like, he's hitting... The, when the hole appears, he's hitting it, he's hitting it hard. And, yep. and he's got that big burst to rip, rip off those chunk runs. But, like, I don't think he's got the create when there's nothing there type vision. Um, uh,
1: yeah, no, that's that's fair. Like,
0: uh, just, he uh, uh, a lot of the time, that's what comes back. That TCU game, again, really stood out to me where he has, like, 250 rushing yards or whatever. But yep. it's basically on two carries where he hit a hole and he, he just outran everybody. Um, yeah. I, I I just... He doesn't... He's not going to run through anybody. I, and See, I, I, that sounds like I'm shitting on him, but I I feel like that's a problem we have here is where a guy's got a lot of hype and then maybe he he's like, he's really good, but he's not quite as good as some people
1: have said. Yeah, we always do Like, that he reminds me of Marlon
0: back. Mack. That was my comp.
1: Interesting. Uh, okay, um... Mac probably did more in the passing game, too, which kind of worries me. His yeah, hands seem hand, a little yeah. iffy. He, he,
0: he, he just doesn't
1: seem super confident as a pass catcher, right? No. I'd like to see them kind of just force the ball to him more in the passing game. Like, just, you know, like like show him off a bit there this year. Um, I hope. Also, I hope. Yeah, go ahead. Like that Oklahoma State offense
0: just with him, Spencer Sanders, it's, Wallace, Dylan Stoner. I hope there's like some sort of season where we get to see how that all come together.
1: Yeah, I know. I, honestly, I'm in a mode now where like I don't think the season's gonna happen, but for the purposes of the show, I, I pretend like it is. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it feels so moot to do this and like feeling like there isn't gonna be a season. So I'm just pretending like yeah, it's gonna be really exciting to see them this year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, so he's what six foot, like two o five to ten ish. But like he's built really slim, so like I, like you said, kind of goes down. He's I like to see him add a few pounds and like just get stronger overall that it that kind of bugs me a bit it too. does it,
0: it i agree with you it worries me that he's he's not the most
1: physical runner and doesn't yeah. do a ton in the passing game yeah see like right now i don't think he's like an rb1 he, he i feel it feels like he's a split carry. Like a guy that's yeah split carry like like you know he's like a pseudo rb1 and a but he's splitting carries with another guy yeah like um, marlon mack will be this year yeah <laughs> Hey, Marlon Mack a. was underrated coming out of South Florida. Absolutely, I remember. I was a big Marlon Mack fan. I knew you were. Uh, I like uh, Puka Williams a lot. I'm gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. P- said it. Puka Williams was my second my uh, running back.
0: Have a draftable grade on. He is tiny. He's 5'10", 170. <laughs> he's so small. But he's a really great athlete. He catches the ball well.
1: Right away, it's like, holy shit, this guy's a jitterbug. That's fuck, like... Yeah, he he's, and
0: it, he's perfect for that change-of-pace satellite back-type, yeah. Chris Thompson-type running back.
1: Yeah, um, I think he's probably smaller than he's listed, too, to be honest.
0: Yeah. He's also he's also <laughs> only going into his true junior year, which is... Yeah.
1: Kansas yeah, football's uh, back, though, so... That's sick. Um, runs, like, hard for his size. Like, got good contact balance, like... But he's another guy that's a bit, and like you said, good hands, which is maybe the most important thing for him. Um, but a bit boomer bust. Like, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of negative runs for him. But like that Kansas team is pretty bad, so he he's um, a I mean, he's he, a Kima last year on the line. So
0: he, he he's a guy who I'd wanna take day three and kind of you mix him into yep. the rotation and, and really take advantage of him as a space player.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, he's a lot of fun so you, though, eh? He's like he's he was probably the most fun. Yeah, you know, you. Know, I'll, I'll say this just for fun. It kind of reminded me of Tavon Austin wearing the one in the blue and being Ooh. so small and just electric. That's a good pro comp. Did you like? <laughs> did you like either uh, of Keontae Ingram or Kennedy Brooks? Uh, I think Kenny Brooks has a path to being like a uh, day three back.
0: I think he's Damian Williams again.
1: Oh, okay. So you do like him? I, well, like,
0: like well, I mean, in terms you of you love Damian Williams, I, yeah, uh, he's actually a prediction to be ninety eighth for the top one hundred. Um, no, Brooks I, just
1: feels like really well rounded, doesn't he? Brooks, yeah, yeah,
0: that and that's what kind of t- I just think he's going to stick in the league for a while, and he's going to yeah. be able to be the go to ball carrier at times if he has to. Uh, he's he's got enough, like he's got enough contact, like the the combination of. Short area, quickness, open field mm-hmm. elusiveness and contact balance where you're like, this guy is you stick him in like a uh a zone running scheme, like he's gonna be fine. He's a one cut and yeah.
1: hit it and Exactly. Yeah, like he And also just a uh, say pretty back. Yeah, and he's pretty good in pass pro too, which is gonna help him yeah No,
0: he I, I thought um he, he stoned Jordan Brooks, no offense, Seahawks Nation. But he stoned Jordan Brooks a couple times.
1: It. It's okay, we'll have Jordan and Kennedy, baby, next year. Yeah, sick. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that was a retro sophomore year, too, which uh, yeah. you, I, keep, 1, 000, like I think back-to-back It feels like he's been around for forever, so I just keep... I know. Um, and, uh, I know. Keontae Ingram, I think, is pretty interesting. Uh, uh, so th- those are my top... Hubbard, Williams, and Brooks. Brooks got a borderline draftable. Ingram's my next guy, though. Okay, no yeah. Draftable grade. Uh, I think
0: he, he's a guy who could take a big jump if he gets healthy this year. Me too.
1: Yeah, big, big back. Kind of like... I don't. He's kind of interesting. Like he, he shows off more uh, agility, but, like, than uh, than you think. But like at strange times, like like I don't know, like jumping over defenders <laughs> on the ground, yeah, like no, sideways. I, th- I think he's got like um, I'm
0: mean, yeah again big back, yeah physical, good contact yep. balance, got got power to run through uh through arm tackles, arm tackles, thank you. Um, but then yeah, he's got some maybe surprising wiggle and quickness to him. Yeah, I, no, I, he, I you kind of want to see him more involved as a pass catcher but again like he was banged yeah. up last year and texas was just like not that great so, so he's a guy you can see like putting him pretty taking a big jump in production
1: yeah i i, I remember liking him um coming off his retro freshman year too and... true freshman sorry true freshman um yeah yeah he because
0: he, he kind of came in an nowhere for them uh or like mm-hmm. not out of nowhere, but like he wasn't supposed to be the immediate go-to back as a freshman, and yeah, he yeah. was on on that uh, Texas' is back team. <laughs> Hook uh wide receivers. Tylen Wallace, is like one of my favorite players in this
1: draft. Me too. Uh, how big's your Tylen Wallace grade? I, I feel like pe- okay, so I feel like Tylen Wallace is going to be one of those guys that maybe I'm wrong, but that the NFL is lower on than draft order is probably draft Twitter kind of low on him. Aren't they? Yeah, you see some mixed love right now, but I feel like he's going to catch on. Cause it's so hard not to love him.
0: I think he's, uh, like, a top... It's such a stupid receiver class, but he's a definite top 10 guy. I think he's he's got to be the number two senior receiver after Devonta Smith.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I, I see him as a day two guy, um, but it's just hard. You could Again, see him taking hard. that Tyler Johnson path, though. Exactly. Yeah, you can. But it's kind of similar, like, where... Uh, Tyler Johnson is probably the better route runner but Wallace is pretty good but the you know that the contested catch ability yeah. of Wallace, Wallace, Wallace so is so fearless. fearless
0: he's fearless like
1: literally it feels like the defender being there doesn't matter to him
0: yeah he he over the middle on the outside contested yeah. like 50 50 balls yeah uh, his for a guy who's just 6 foot 25 like mm-hmm. his his Ability through traffic and his ball adjustment, body control skills are impressive. There are some drops. I mean,
1: usually on tough caches. Yeah, but yeah, there, are, there I th- are.
0: I think he's an underrated route runner. I think he's he's pretty uh, clever with his release game. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think there's a ton of like like he doesn't have like dominant speed, but I don't think he's he's like too slow or anything. And there's sometimes I think he flashes big time yak ability.
1: Yeah, so, okay, just overall, the dude plays so hard. I just Like, love he throws. Ball. Yeah. I think he's a really good blocker. He throws really good block. And then, yeah, like you said, some big time yak. It's just like he runs super hard and he's got good vision. But, yeah, it's definitely the Knocks are going to be like, is he a good enough athlete? And does he create enough separation?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And there was a similar story to uh, Tyler Johnson last year. Exactly. But, yeah. I, 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 I think he's uh, uh, one of those guys who would probably end up going day two, but yeah. immediately be a factor.
1: I agree. I, I love as him long so as he's much. healthy off that ACL. Yeah, that's again. We, thanks for mentioning that because that's a that's a big deal. If we can get him and Devonta Smith at the Senior Bowl, that'd be pretty freaking fun. For sure. Who's your Who's your second wide Because I mean, I think Tyland Wallace is the clear guy. Yeah. Uh, after that, I think it gets kind of interesting.
0: I got Charleston Rambo by a large margin.
1: Okay. Uh, I just watched like half a <laughs> tape. It was hard to find a game for him for me. Uh, I think like if I watched the full game, he'd be the second most interesting guy for sure. Uh, the speed is just really interesting, right? He just, uh, first of all, it's th- weird frame though. He's so thin. That's, that's like
0: the Oklahoma wide receiver... Trademark? Yeah. Well, I guess not because uh, CD Lamb wasn't. But he, before CD, yeah. he's like a taller Hollywood. <laughs> Pretty th- much. He, he's got huge speed. Out, man, against Texas Tech, he was just flying. And then again, and then they used him completely differently against TCU, where they used him as like a, as a motion player, and they were just mm-hmm. kind of throwing him these little swing routes, and it was really cool. Um, I think he's got a chance to really glow up as a route runner because you see flashes; he's super explosive out of his breaks. They just last year they didn't ask him to do a ton of route running, and now that yeah, he's eh- he's the guy, I think he's ready to break out. Like, yeah, the speed the the lateral agility, um, the ball tracking skills I thought were really impressive. Now
1: he kills it on the goes in the post,
0: like consistently just easily. So so what you want to see more of this year, I think, with him is the stuff over the middle. You want to see him kind of fight through contact a a little bit uh, more and make plays through traffic and and be more consistent beating press against bigger corners. But yeah, I don't know. He's got so much upside. I'm really, I think he's looking like a top 100 type of dude.
1: It's just like he's in a prime position to uh to elevate himself to that type of Yeah, like draft it, selection. like just
0: looking at all of my top like what I don't know, top 14 receivers or whatever, he's the guy who has would probably have the least big brand name, but he's in that kind of class because I I, I well first of all Oklahoma develops receivers like crazy <laughs> yeah. now. And I just think, yeah, he's gonna have that glow up with, uh, especially with Spencer Rattler, who apparently yeah. is amazing. That's the word. He can
1: he can throw no look across his body in, on Instagram, Rob.
0: Hey, I, hey, I wouldn't want to be the one
1: trashing him though. The words coming out of Oklahoma right now. Oh, right? I'm not. I'm not gonna. Tra- I'm, I'm just. I'm trashing Instagram. Rob. By the <laughs> way, follow our Instagram. Uh, Seven rounds in heaven, or and on Twitter. Follow Tanner <laughs> Mordecai
0: too, because he needs the support. Oh, Tanner Mordecai.
1: No, uh, Spencer Rattler looks awesome. <laughs> Next for me, is uh, J.D. Spielman, the, the recent transfer from Nebraska to TCU, baby. Yeah, he transferred, like, what, a week and a half ago? Yeah, if, if that. Um, Big speed. I think, yeah, I think you were higher on him last year than I was. I, 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 how, how high are you on him now, Rob?
0: Like, I think he's, like, a mid-day three, late-day three type guy right now.
1: That That's, that's where I got him, too. Like, he's got... Um, I mean,
0: the speed's what's going to get the attention. Definitely, there's, there's, yeah. You want to... He, I, I don't, he's got the kind of that Marquise Good one where it's like you could see him becoming something with some development. Uh, I'm yep. interested to see what happens with him at TCU now. Obviously,
1: I think, uh, yeah, I think he's gonna take another le- like he put a three straight 800 yard season. That's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, I think he was on pace um, to be like Nebraska's all time leading receiver if he had stayed and done <laughs> it again.
1: Probably. Um I like his release though a lot, and like his feet feel electric, and like you said, just speed, speed and that's immediate yeah. speed. Yeah, um, doing it in the slot and out wide, which is impressive. Probably a slot guy yeah. um, at the next level yeah. though, and, and yeah, he's small. Um, There's some. And he's not gonna. The the go worries
0: yet. are like yeah, he can kind of get bullied around a little bit, and he, can, yeah, he hit, he'll drop some stuff through contact.
1: Yes, exactly. I want to see his route tree expand at TCU to too. Um, but he's definitely interesting And yeah I think he's firmly In that mid Day 3 conversation And
0: gets to be Their Jalen Rager This year So I think yeah. There's a smart Smart transfer By him
1: Yeah You're, you're a big Max Duggan fan So if we've Hey we, we've I'm pretty sure He was year.
0: at Elite 11 So And you know me And my Elite 11 boys
1: Exactly
0: um, uh, Who else do you want To talk about TJ then? Vasher is Gonna make like 10 jaw dropping Catches a year
1: <laughs> Yep He's so tall And thin Six six two ten ish. If two ten, if two ten and probably six five, yeah.
0: Probably six five one ninety. Probably, um, but yeah, his body control and his hands are fantastic, uh, and, yep. and, and he'll just make some dunking type catches. And he's got some <laughs> yeah. like I think he's got so much upside, but he's so freaking raw. He's Terrell Pryor esque as a receiver. Um, <laughs> you like that
1: one? Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I I got a draft. But it feels like everyone soured on him so quick. Remember, like, two years ago, and there's a lot of love yeah.
0: for him? Yeah. Th- it feels I, like everyone's.
1: Sa- people forgot he's Nathan
0: th- Vasher's, what, nephew or something? Cousin?
1: Uh, cousin? Nephew? Yeah, and I think nephew. I think it is nephew. But yeah, the, the wow catches are all there. I, I will say, kind of almost like Talon Wallace. Uh, he will drop some of those tougher ones, but uh, again, lots of tough catches. Uh, Draws a lot of pass interference, which I appreciate. I'm ready for him and Alan Bowman to make some magic. Everyone's sleeping on Bowman. And, You're the and biggest Asher Bowman beer. fan. He just needs to stay out. As healthy. a freshman. Yeah, he keeps... Well, he injured. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. I-, I saw... At one point, I
0: swear I saw Alan Bowman. Like, legitimate like, NFL love. So
1: Walter Football? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it, didn't you start contributing there recently?
1: Yeah, go check out uh, AJ's 2027 mock on WalterFootball.com. Uh, it's only ads. How do you get a job for Walter... Okay, wait. You have to have a good old boy. Do name, I email like Walter, Walter and see if I can work for them?
0: <laughs> for the bit, yes, you do. Like and just like just say, I, I use a I, like I won't use my real name and I'll just make stuff. Use up. my name. Use my name. <laughs> okay, thanks.
1: Um, did you like some of these other receivers? There's a lot of receivers. Um, uh, Brennan Eagles is pretty fun. I
0: think he's got a ton of upside. It's just like he yeah. he was kind of the receiver three four as a exactly as a sophomore. And, but he's massive now. He gets to be the that go-to guy. He's got uh, great contested catch ability, and, yeah. and I think pretty impressive body control for a young big his, receiver.
1: His hands look
0: strong too. Yeah, like he—he's a guy <clears throat> who I think could just uh, again. You, he hasn't hasn't played a ton yet, but he could explode for a huge year.
1: Possibly a tight end convert, Rob. What do you think, Brennan Eagles? Yeah, six four two thirty, baby. He's 213. What are you talking about? Is he? Okay, so first of all, I've seen his uh, weight listed so differently all over the place. i checked multiple places. Where are you getting 6'4", th- He doesn't look like he's even I, 220. I know, but that's what I... Uh, Texas? Or Texas, I Texas lists him at 213. That's what I got. So who knows what size. Nah, You're <laughs> so making, making shit up. People. I'll show you it. But okay. I'm not making stuff Where did mind. you get 230? The database. Whose database? Whose do you think? Well, then, yeah. a defunct
0: database gave you the weight of 230? <laughs> Noted. I'm going to tr-
1: trust the team site on this one instead of uh, whatever that was. Um, I also. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, sports reference, college football reference, 225. Okay, that's that's a real site. I know. That's why I said I saw. I saw and then you astonishes. thought I
0: gotta add five pounds to this so I can make this tight end convert argument.
1: Look, he hasn't even be the first play person in like the it.
0: slot. Yeah. I'm I'm done with this. I kind of like <laughs> Dylan Stoner. Uh, not a draftable, but he's
1: fine. Yeah, like I think he's pure slot guy. Yeah,
0: pure pure slot guy. Um, and, and just another guy in this Oklahoma State offense who I think you know what I right. felt with
1: him though. It, sorry for stepping on the toes. I kind of felt like a lot of body catches and double catches I don't think he has great hands yeah but I do is... think
0: he he's got um he's got some decent uh speed and the the right running potential for him is kind of what yeah. interests me
1: I agree um also low key good blocker too
0: yeah yeah uh and then uh,
1: I'm just gonna throw
0: Andrew parchman at Kansas was all right um I th- I'm kind of interested in Tariq Black now that he's at Texas.
1: Yeah, that could be big time. Just uh, like uh, I'll, sure. just
0: watching him, like he wasn't he a huge recruit when he went big to Michigan? Time, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you can like obviously he's well, but he's six three two fifteen. You can see he's an explosive athlete, but yeah, his running is not great and his hands are pretty inconsistent. And I'm assuming that's kind of why it's soured at Michigan, but.
1: Yeah, he just never put it together, and then, you know, the other guys stepped up.
0: Yeah, and so, like, I, I'm interested to see what goes on now that he's at Texas, and, like, him and Brennan That's Eagles have to kind of be those guys now. So That's a fun duo, though. And then Theo Howard, I forgot, transferred to Oklahoma, but then he tore his Achilles, so I don't really yeah. know what's up with him.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, when we talked to him last year, I thought he was, like, a – borderline drafted, not really That's what, well, I, draft but, but it was
0: kind of interesting when he when he transferred to Oklahoma to kind of see like this could be a guy for who sure. gets into that Rice's. late day three combo maybe but yeah yeah.
1: The, there's some tools there with uh, Theo Howard for sure uh,
0: okay tight ends I uh, like both Iowa State tight ends I think Charlie Collar is a potential NFL starting tight end uh,
1: yeah I do too Um, I'm pretty high on him he's kind of a weird study though did you find that I don't know. Uh, hold on, I'm just trying to open my uh, file, I was trying to kill time. I'll talk about straight. It. I... No, I'm there. I'm there. Oh, oh, Cl- sorry, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they line them up all over, right? Like wide. They're slot, so H-pack. fun with their tight ends. Yeah, I know. They, well, they have three of them. You know, what's kind of weird for me is like it felt like he bumped into a lot of defenders while running his route, and I don't know if it's like on purpose to try to create some rubs, and it's not always. Another receiver in the area, but it's kind of interesting. That, that was the weirdest thing that stood out to me. But, like, the hands are really, really good. Great, these are red zone. Great yeah. hands, fantastic through contact and in contested catch situations. He bodies people. He
0: boxes out defenders so well. Yes. Long. Like, he's going to be, yeah, like you said, red zone dude. Um, I don't think he's a great athlete. I don't think so either. Like, he moves well enough, yeah. but he, he's, he's not going to impress. Yeah, he's massive which helps him. Um, he's not a great runner either. But no. I, again, like, like, I, I think he's, he's like, pretty... It's going to be a good tight end class, and I think he's pretty clearly a top five tight end in this class.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And, like, And, again, not too much after the catch. Uh, solid blocker, though, already. Like, not great, but he's, he's willing. very willing. Yeah, and he uses length really well. Yeah.
0: So. You want to see him block with more leverage and, and be more consistent uh, riding blocks out, but... Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. But, again, um, it was a redshirt sophomore, um, and he's willing, so that's all that matters. And he catches the ball, ball he, so. Yes.
0: And the other end, I love Chase Allen. He's big, and he plays pretty mean. He He's a very willing blocker. Yeah. And, and like, he, he seems to... Like, his role is basically... He lines up, again, similar to caller where he's, they just move mm-hmm. him around. He's H-back in line, whatever. Um, and his role is basically run block... And catch our like quick game RPO Yeah
1: passes. And feels like he's he's always physical, which I appreciate. Like even when he's running routes.
0: Yeah, six seven, two forty five. If you could add like fifteen pounds to him. Like I think he's yeah. gonna be a tight end too in the NFL for a while. Like that <laughs> that's that's kind of the career path you look at with him where it's like he could be that number two tight end who blocks really well and he's got pretty consistent hands he's not gonna whack. he's like he's not a great athlete and doesn't do a ton in the passing game but yep I I, I don't know I found him very uh, just enjoyable yeah no for sure uh tackles Rob so this tackle class after Suell is super open yep uh so obviously from the big 12 Samuel Cosme is the guy from Texas yep how how high are you
1: on him? Uh, like I think he's a top one hundred guy. Yeah, but not a second round guy right now. And I think
0: what's interesting with him is I think he's a very like he's very smooth. I think he's a very good athlete, especially at his size six seven three ten. 3'10". Uh, yeah. and really natural pass protector. Um, he plays a little high, but it, I liked his feet a lot, and I thought uh, he used his length pretty well in pass protection to defend. Uh I want to see his anchor get stronger. I think that's the biggest yeah. hole in his game. Like because I can like he he needs to improve his run blocker, but I can yeah. I can kind of live with the direction he's going, but if he doesn't fix that anchor, I think this is going to be a huge problem because everything else with his pass protection I really liked.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like you said, place too high, like doesn't consistently move people, but like Fairly strong and, like, I don't know, like, his hands get shot pretty wide and pass, but that gets him into trouble sometimes. I don't know. There's a lot to like there. Like you said, really smooth athlete. Like, he did a pretty good job on Chaison, but... Yeah,
0: that was just a really fun battle, too. But, yeah, there's, like, Chaison got him with that long arm, I think, a couple yeah, of times
1: where it's just, like... The speed to power.
0: Yeah, where I think Chaison eventually realized... I'm not going to beat him with like just a pure speed rush because he's a good athlete. Yeah. So we started, yeah, going using speed to power and then the long arm and like just going through him, and that that was definitely yeah. the best way to beat him,
1: for sure. So th- there's a lot to like there. You know, Darren what? Waller's number one hundred. Sorry. <laughs> oh wait, how I long ago did can... this start? I don't know. I haven't looked at my TV in a while. Sorry. Yeah, uh, the the show started 11 minutes ago. Da- Our show started, I don't know, 45 minutes ago. Darren
0: Waller's on the list. I don't know what number. Sick.
1: Um, (laughs) Two two things I like to see him get to the second level more consistently. Yes. Uh, And too many goddamn chop blocks in that offense. It bugs me.
0: Yeah. Yes. Um, I think he is a better athlete than Connor Williams. Yeah. Um. With with more upside than Connor Williams, but I think technical wise, Connor Williams is better at this point.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't have any other draftable tackles, but I know there's some love out there for uh, Adrian Ely from Oklahoma, who's massive. He's yeah. 6'6", 341. But, like, he doesn't look that heavy, which is interesting. But, like, he looks big and strong, but it looks like he, he carries it really well. Um, but he's raw as fuck, man. Like, he, he just sometimes has no idea what he's doing. There's a lot of whiffs. Uh, another guy who we got to see against Chaison, and he struggled big I, time. Um, I
0: think with the Oklahoma office his fly, I mean, just because of how... Good the the offensive line's been in general uh, the last couple yeah. years, and the, how their their offensive line coach is like the best in the country. Um, yeah, that you could see a big leap from guys like Ely, um, and Robinson and um, Haynes.
1: Yeah, so uh, actually they're all kind of close for me. Uh, I think Ely's got the biggest upside, but like all three of them are just so big and wide they, body. They, like, they just recruit massive linemen, and it works, man. Like like. Like they're all kind of a technically not great, but like just because they're so big and just so wide body, hard to get around that they're good. And um, like Ely's got a long way to go, but you see the potential. Like he's just really raw. In, in this stud of that offensive line, this is called the transition. AJ Creed yeah. Humphrey, yeah.
0: Uh, the best interior offensive lineman in the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve kind of lacking draftable offensive linemen outside of yeah, Cosme I, I, and Humphrey.
1: Yeah, I only had one other one aside from then We'll get there in a second. Uh, we talked about this before the show. People have seem to sour on Creed Humphrey a little bit, but... Is it just because he's not...
0: This is kind of my thing, my, my take with Creed Humphrey. Like, he's not... Okay, he's not an elite athlete, but he he's no. not a poor athlete. Like, he, no. he he can move well in space. I think he's built to be in a power system. Brandon Brooks, number 98 on the list. Sick. So, Darren Waller's 99. I don't know who's 100. <laughs> um... He he's just a very comp like, like well rounded. He's got yeah, really man.
1: strong hands, a really strong anchor.
0: Uh, he's got
1: like some of the vice grippiest hands I've seen from a center. I think to be he's
0: honest. a much much safer pass protector than Garrett Bradbury was.
1: Yeah, not the mover though. Obviously, no, no,
0: for sure not. But he's more of a lunch pill center uh and, and fits that power run game. Like he reminds me like is is it gonna be like when Travis Frederick was coming out of Wisconsin and it was just like yeah he's not that great an athlete, but he's got really freaking good tape and he's gonna play in the NFL for
1: ten years. Is that gonna be Kree do- Humphrey? Probably. It does feel like like come draft season, the the interior off to linemen and specifically centers that get get elevated are the really good athletes. Yes, I was gonna say you know like I mean?
0: because his his ceiling's not gonna be incredibly high like but his floor is so high where it's like i think creed humphrey and we talk about this all the time with centers in general we love the how the the center talk in the nfl um but like creed humphrey's gonna be a top 10 center for a decade but he might i think but he might not be the number one like i don't even know
1: yeah no that's fair I, i like him a lot and like you said, like 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 we talked about, uh, not the biggest athlete, but like he can move and block, which I appreciate. I think
0: well, I think if you put Garrett, or sorry, if you watch Garrett Bradbury, um, and then you watch Creed Humphrey, now I don't know yeah. why those are the two centers I'm pick- well, I don't know why Garrett. Brad- I guess Garrett Bradbury is the one I'm picking because he, he we,
1: we we were so high on yeah, yeah
0: and, and I think you watch them and you'd be like, well, Creed Humphrey's definitely the safer guy, but clearly Garrett Bradbury is such an elite athlete and so dominant yeah. in that zone run scheme that he yeah. could he could be the best center in the league.
1: Because so, Bradbury got to the second level so frequently and so well, and Humphrey doesn't do it too much. I, I like to see him get there more. The yeah, uh,
0: yeah. if you're but, looking for holes, it's the overall athleticism and his ability to kind of reach that second level.
1: But that's like it, really, well, but to be honest. I
0: just think he's going to dominate in the power scheme for a decade and be one of the best yeah. centers. Actually, the biggest knock on him,
1: he's a lefty. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I yeah. sorry he's off my board. <laughs> I right now I have a first round grade on him. Yep, yeah, me too. He is
0: okay. uh he's the highest graded guy from the Big Twelve for me. Oh uh, yeah, me too. I think and, yeah, and then at, for after him it's Tom Wallace.
1: Uh yeah, me too. Hell yeah. <laughs> actually wait, actually uh I might have a defensive guy before Wallace. We'll save it, save it. We'll save it. Um quickly I have one more draft Josh the Sills. line. Josh Sills, he's not bad. I, (laughs) I wanted more, but uh. Did he get the the because he transferred within the conference? Did that give him a bump for you? That gave me the (laughs) the interior conference transfer bump, baby. I don't know. That's such a weird transfer.
0: Yeah, he he's a he's a big boy. Yeah, he
1: is big. He looks the part. Yeah, um, I, I like that he went to
0: Oklahoma. Like, if you're gonna leave West Virginia, Oklahoma State, that's like he's not like super. Super duper trading up, but he's trading up to an offense that's loaded. I'm, I'm all in yeah. on Oklahoma State's offense this year.
1: Well, we'll see who you uh, pick to lose against Oklahoma this year. <laughs> yeah. in the championship game. But yeah, uh, like I know Anderson from Texas Tech had some love. Was really disappointed there. Like a guy, he's like six five, three twenty or something. Another guy that looks the part, but I just don't think the game's there. But missed like all of last year, so um, he, 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 he'll get the Bowman on. bump this year. The Bowman and the Vasher bump, and both Vashers bump. Yeah, that's that. What? That's about it. And speaking of bumps, I no longer get them on my genitals when I shave,
0: thanks to Manscaped. <laughs> that's Do you like that? I thought that all, all, just like on my own. Um, <laughs> Wait, who usually helps you with those? <laughs> don't worry. But thanks to Manscaped for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks in my peaks on my genitals and the peaks in my life. Okay. Men, start taking notes because Manscaped accident, accidents are finally a thing of the past. I was, I the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is being beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. See, it comes back to that bump thing I mentioned earlier the manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology development to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience and they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 when i tell you this is premium i mean premium the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave and when when it runs out you just plug that bad boy in again you get back in there the water
1: is i uh can't <laughs> yeah, go ahead no sorry.
0: i'd like to hear what you have to say
1: no, it was really stupid. You know how I take my uh, my 98-minute showers, right? Ray yes. Rob? I just plug it in and keep showering with the plugged in. That's so Probably smart. not safe. <laughs> no one else do that. Don't do that, do that, but, that do. but... Don't do what I do. Don't do, do
0: that. that. Make sure yours only is for 90. AJ's extra eight minutes or. I can't tell you what those are for. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And if your power goes out, you can always use your Manscaped flashlight. Yeah, and shave. Like, or if you're going camping, like, and you got shave. It's perfect
1: to bring camping. Yeah. yeah,
0: and let's not forget about the charging stand. Sure, you're more off loud and proud because. This intelligently designed stand is convenient charging dock powered by USB. What's a u what's
1: USB stand for? Uh universal shuttle bus. That was bad. It's something like that. It's all- something like that. Okay, I'm- sure it is. So many people
0: have written in stories about how their lawnmower 3.0 has changed their lives. They even included pictures so I could see the smoothness for myself, and they aren't kidding. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's armchair at manscape.com. Your balls will
1: universe, you. universe, uh, this Universal Serial s- Bus. That's what it is. I just go I with st- it. What?
0: Yeah. Alright, I, I can't, I don't want to talk about this. So, let's just spend the rest of our money. That, the, the money you saved on Manscaped you can use on betonline.ag. Smart. So i today I lost all mine betting on the NFL top 100, but I think Buddha Baker is 9, 97. So I just cashed in. Yes. So you t- can too. Go to betonline.ag. Okay, I will.
1: Okay, thank you for that. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. I'm glad Buddha Baker's on the list. Okay, uh, defensive lineman. Let's say on the interior. I, I really like Keandre Coburn
1: from Texas. You really okay? I got a draftable on him. Uh, he's not my top guy. Maybe but really he's interesting. was a strong word. I, I think he's gonna be. He uh, I,
0: and th- now he's a little bit of a projection for me. He's what? massive. He is powerful. He's a nose tackle, and I think he r- reminds me of Brandon Williams on the Ravens.
1: He was only a redshirt freshman last year yeah. too, right?
0: Yeah, he's just a leverage monster who's got so much power behind him. Um, he's he's not. I- He's, yep. he's, I mean, again, he's a nose tackle, so like his his ceiling is immediately capped because of that. But I think he could be for for teams that really like the classic nose tackle, uh, one tech nose tackle type. I think
1: this is the guy. I okay, so I gave him a seventh round grade. Um, that's a it's not really a projection. I think he probably get better because, like, again, redshirt freshman. He's already powerful as hell. He's only going to keep getting stronger. Um, he doesn't get moved already. Like he eats, he eats the middle. His body's huge. Um, and then like there's a, some some pass rush. It's mainly just walking the interior off to yeah. back. But yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Is your number one Darius Stills? Yeah, it is. Or Dante. I have Darius and then Dante.
0: Okay. I I think Darius Stills is a lot of fun. I think Dante Stills has the chance to be even better. But Darius Stills is, I mean, he, better right now. Yeah, like. Darius Stills is that classic undersized yeah. interior defensive lineman that we both fall in love with. Where he plays with great leverage, has impressive short area quickness, big motor. Yeah. They also, I thought West Virginia did a really good job with bo- using them both. Um, yeah,
1: confusing me which one's which by yeah. switching them around. Yeah. and wearing like the same number. Yes, yeah. yeah, I agree.
0: Um, <laughs> so Darius Stills,
1: uh, how how high on him are you? Uh, I think. He's got a shot to be a top 100. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and I, I like Dante isn't too far behind right now. Dante Stills is weird because he's so tall and thin. Yeah,
0: but he like he I, doesn't look like he only weighs 275 though.
1: No, he doesn't. I like I don't know. I think he's like a he might be a better run defender than Darius right now too.
0: Darius Stills is a classic like gap shooter.
1: Yeah, we're we're always gonna love that.
0: Game. Yeah, like and they line him up at one tech and three tech and like his he's got. Really quick hands. Uh, you see him one with that arm over a couple times, or when he yeah. just shoots a gap. It's pretty impressive, and the speed yep. rush ability for him as an interior guy, I really like. He's a guy who I think yep. could take a huge, huge, huge leap, um, especially if West Virginia is relevant. Uh, it probably it won't be though. The big worry for me is just yeah, he's smaller. He's gonna get washed in the run game. He, he struggles to hold the point and anchor down. Um, and I want to see him develop more consistent uh, handwork as a pass rusher.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and Dante Stills is interesting just because yeah he's longer. I think he's yeah. got some good flexibility, and, and I don't he doesn't play with the same leverage as his brother. But I think he he's probably uh, got more upside as a pass rusher.
1: He had more sacks than Darius last year. Which well, you know
0: what they did? They they had Dante stills run a lot of uh, like loops and shit, and he just yeah like, yeah. They, they did a really good job, like slants, loops, like that, all that stuff to get like just them running free. I think Dante yep. stills. So Darius stills, I think, is that kind of that classic gap shooting three tech where Dante
1: stills could develop into an interesting five tech type. Yeah, that's interesting. By the way, uh, Darius is a senior this year and Dante's only a junior, so that's why we keep talking about him developing. And Um, and Chris Carson's 96 on the top 100. Hey, hey, I'm kind of surprised. Me too. I'm happy, but I'm surprised. Uh, Yeah, no, I agree. I like them both, and I think they're the cream of the ideals there. and, And Coburn's my only other draftable grade. Yeah, okay, so we're on the same page there.
0: Okay, the edge group. First question is: Do you view just Joseph uh, Asai on Texas as an edge or an off-ball linebacker? I
1: uh I don't know to be honest, Rob. I, like
0: I, I he because he he I mean he kind of played a little bit of both last year, um but this year apparently because they're they're gonna be more in that uh with uh, Chris Ash is their DC now and apparently yeah. they're gonna have him in more of a pure ed- edge rusher role this year. I think that's
1: a good thing. Me too. i <laughs> He's like—is he your number one like, edge? I have Perkins slightly above him, but I think Osai is more interesting. Ooh. Okay, we're gonna have a big battle about Perkins because I don't like him. I okay, I'm I don't have either very high. I was disappointed with both of them to be honest, but like, well, oh, so Osai, like, if you watch him as
0: a linebacker, it reminded me of Malik Jefferson at Texas, where he's. Like this great athlete, really well built linebacker who's yeah. who's like he makes these huge flashy plays, but if you take like the consistency is not there, he doesn't have very good instincts, he doesn't cover very well. Him That's why tackles. I don't think he should be a linebacker. No, I, I, exactly. His his
1: interestingness is as
0: an edge for sure, right? Yeah,
1: no, hundred percent. Like. Like, when they just let him blitz straight up the middle, he, he's scary. And he's strong enough to, you know, go up against too, off to linemen. So it
0: almost feels like you can't give a true full eval on him, especially, like I said, because uh, apparently he's moving the full-time edge to Exactly. Example. So, in,
1: in reality, he's my edge one, but he grades out slightly worse than Perkins. Um, just because he wasn't really playing edge most of the time. He's a really, he's going to be really interesting, just because he's such an explosive athlete. He, he plays really
0: hard. But yeah, he just—I exactly. don't think he was a good fit as an off-ball linebacker.
1: Yeah, he's—he's he's long as hell. Like, he's, he's, his arms look freaky, freaky. Well, long. yeah, he's um, only six-three, two forty-five, but his arms look long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you said, his instincts are mass he can't cover. So like, he's—he's he's gonna be a fun guy to get back to. I think in a year. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, I so like again, I Perkins like they grade up pretty much the same. I was really disappointed with Perkins though. So oh, like, okay. Osai, I knew was a. Uh, it was kind of funky. So it wasn't really a disappointment at all. But uh, Perkins, I had way higher expectations for. He's a great... He, I think explosive athlete, he's got some bend.
0: But overall, he's just like... I don't know. He, he doesn't have any hand use. Exactly. He just yeah. gets bullied. Um, he also has... He's suspended right now, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. He, he gets washed in the run game.
1: Yeah, he's on the ground a lot. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't have
0: a draftable grade on him.
1: I have a 6 with uh, him. Um, but yeah, the frame is nice. He's big. Long arms, too. I don't know. Again, big. he's six
0: three two forty seven. 247.
1: Yeah, I know, but he, he carries it well. But that's not very big for an edge rusher. It's not bad. 247? I don't, I don't it. It's 250. I, like, I think he looks heavier than that. I don't know. Uh, we have very different... Uh, uh, I want my NFL edge rushers to be six four two sixty at least. Too slow, man. I want two twenty-five. Uh what was I gonna say? Yeah, I don't know. And I, I like I don't even think he's that explosive as No, much. like he's not like I think his size more explosive than him. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Like he's got good speed. But, like, how much does that I, help too much? as yeah, rush, right? I don't know if it's just, like, because he was one of the more relevant guys
0: on an Oklahoma defense. Is that yeah. why there's more hype around him? I don't really know. Uh,
1: five-star recruit, too. I'm oh, sure. okay. Maybe that's why. Like, I, I've known about him as a freshman, and I, I swear I've said his name so many times on yeah. this and on the other show. Um did you like Mathis from TCU? I think he's interesting. He's kind of like, uh, the, the, he's similar
0: the way he's used to what Ben Benagu was used as for them, where he's, yeah. he's standing up a lot. He's really long. He's 6'5, 235. Uh, he, he's uh, got some good speed rush ability to him. He's like, I don't have a draftable grade on him, but he's only coming mm-hmm. off a redshirt freshman year where it's like, I could see him developing into an interesting Sam linebacker in the NFL. That's interesting. And
1: like, I, I think he sets the edge fairly well. Like, he uses length well. But, yeah, he's another guy just so raw. Like, misreads a lot of plays. Yeah. And just plays hesitant at, time, at times, I find. The um, size
0: and athleticism get me excited in the flashes of pass yeah. rush ability. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I don't have a draftable. My uh, – guy I do have a draftable, Wyatt Hubert on Kansas State.
1: Okay. Uh, Redshirt,
0: I don't. Redshirt Jr. Um, I think 6'3, 258. Really big mower. Sits the edge pretty well. Physical. Uh, Hands, hands are are better than most. Pretty much all these other guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good leverage, but not 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 a great athlete. Not very. I don't think he's very explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, which will ca- like he's like, I don't know. I feel like going to be the Kenny Willickies of this class.
1: <laughs> uh, sick. But,
0: uh, but yeah. No. Uh, overall, none of these like size definitely got the most upside, but none of these edges really like.
1: Yeah. It was like Perkins just the biggest disappointment. Yeah, for me. Uh, jump to linebackers. I don't have any draftable grades. Uh, Kelly just needs to be healthy. And It's finally going to happen. He's interesting, well, right? Well, it's because like, he, he plays
0: he, that overhang role. And he's a, he he seems to be a very explosive athlete. Athlete, yeah. Um, he's he plays hard and he's aggressive. I think he's he's interesting. He just he's not been healthy.
1: Yeah, he's my top guy and I kind of feel the same way.
0: I think Deshaun White's pretty interesting too, the other Oklahoma linebacker. Really small coming off his true sophomore year, but really explosive yeah. guy who I think's got big coverage upside and sideline to sideline speed and plays really aggressive. He just gets like washed. Yeah. Misses some tackles and his instincts are yeah. questionable. Yeah. Those are, those that. those are the only two who I
1: think really do much for me. I totally agree. Yeah, and again, not like they're both really close for grade three, but uh, not quite. Although
0: I think Elijah Sullivan is a special teams linebacker. You, you <laughs> <do>. <laughs> of course. Um, and I was really disappointed with Oklahoma State linebacker Amin Bimiga Yeah, I'm not gonna try. I, yeah, I
1: really, know. I saw really,
0: some really good tackler, but he's not a very good athlete at all,
1: mm-hmm. and doesn't exactly. have good
0: instincts. So it's not for me. Okay, uh, corners. Did you like anybody
1: in the corner group? I like Deshaun Jameson from Texas. Me too.
0: I think he's an interesting
1: maybe a nickel in the NFL. Yeah, he like he lined up a nickel occasionally but mainly outside. Um I I think he's the most interesting guy in the group for sure. And like he's what, like five ten, one ninety ish, but like he's like he's got a well built frame yeah. and he, he like Yeah. Like he mirrors well. His feet are really quick, his yeah. hips are smooth. I I,
0: I thought I, I thought he looked pretty good as a man cover guy. Um
1: He's pretty physical. He's fit, to line of yeah,
0: physical despite some lack of size. But yeah, he, he he's like his frame's pretty well filled in.
1: Filled in. Yeah. yeah no, exactly.
0: Yeah, he's got pretty smooth hips and quick feet. Um, I think Trey Brown's still pretty interesting as a press man guy. Uh, he's also more of a nickel, I think, at the next level because of the lack of size. Um,
1: also, quickly, Jameson, pretty good ball skills too. To throw that in. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, and then Rodarius William, Greedy's brother.
1: I have a late draft on him.
0: Yeah, I think he's an interesting press zone guy. I thought he had pretty good eyes in zone, and um, he, he he uses his size well. And he's got pretty physical. Uh, he's pretty physical and yeah.
1: impressed with his jam, and I, I think he's got that nice one hand jam working. Like and working yeah. against like the bigger receivers. And it's funny because uh, like he doesn't. I
0: don't think he's. That grade of an athlete, him and Greedy no. are very different style corners.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, it should be uh, generous Williams, but like ironically because it gives no space to the line of scrimmage, baby. How about that? That oh, was sick. <laughs> uh, one thing on him, he'll he'll be like 25 years old by yeah, the time he, he's uh, older rookie starts. Yeah, he's Greedy's older brother. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I think like he's got a path to be a late day three guy. Yeah, I think there's some tools there.
0: Yeah. He's at least going to be, uh, I think, uh, quickly signed UDFA. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think the but, age is
0: the, the one thing, and like you said, the athleticism. But uh, of the corners, I think Jamison's got the most upside.
1: I, I think it's kind of clearly him, yeah. Yeah. I do kind of like S- Trey Brown, though, so I'll, I'll state that. The safety group, really fun. Really good. Really fun. I think this is a better group than receivers, and those are like the two best groups in, in the Big 12.
0: Uh okay, yeah no I think overall I th- I just think there's more receivers, but there there's the higher, talent more I don't know what I'm saying.
1: Yes, <laughs> who's your top safety? I love our Darius Washington. I do too. I have a second round grade on him. He's not too far behind Javon Holland for me to be honest. He is five
0: eight one seventy nine.
1: It's so much fun. He's yeah.
0: used all over. Uh, yeah, he he could play nickel. He could play too deep. He's plays. He's one of the best tacklers I think in the secondary. Yeah, group that he's we've physical.
1: Seen. He's physical as hell. He's a redshirt sophomore this year too.
0: Big instincts. Uh, he's kind of in that that where that that mold of safety where he's playing a lot of nickel and yep. like kind of you're gonna get the most out of him moving around. Same with Javon Holland, right? Like yep. that—that's mm-hmm. how you should use these types of DBs. Uh, no, I absolutely love him. Just the instincts, the physicality, um, ball skills, ball too. skills. Hey, His feet
1: are electric. I think he's a good athlete. athlete.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean he's, the question will be overall about the size, but definitely, and that's I think that will probably keep him from being a first-round pick. But like, I don't know. I think he's like at this point firmly a day two-looking type DB.
1: I agree. He's um, my third my, overall safety in the class. Fair enough. Uh, again, I, right now he's just behind Holland for me. Um, my second guy in the group is his teammate, though, Trevon Mooring. That Mooring?
0: was the guy, because I, I knew Ardarius Washington had some love. Yep. And, and I, I, I didn't realize
1: how much I was going to like Trevon Moore. That Okay, so I, I I knew him because people were saying it's the best safety duo in the country, and I, I have to agree with him. And uh, Morrig was on the Bruce Feldman's freaks list. He's six two, uh, like two hundred ish. So it's a it's a big long he's, frame.
0: If if we're just, you know how like we're we, I think we both have a little bit of obsession with trying to find a single high type safety. Yeah. This is yeah. I think the guy.
1: I do too. Uh, I've watched, but, and uh, it's so interesting because he's big too.
0: Yeah, I've watched a lot of safeties and. The only two who really look like they got that single hire him
1: and Amos from James Madison. I know. I know. Big sleepers. One yeah. of my favorites. I keep thinking a lot about Amos, to be honest. Anyways. Um, <laughs> no, I just keep thinking about how much I like him. Well, Every time I, like, I open my, so nice my safety him. notes, I like him. I think yeah. he deserves more love. Um, but yeah, yeah M- Morig, Morig reminds me uh, a little bit of Malik Hooker. I was going to say the same thing. Bigger guy. Uh that true kind of uh single high guy. Big range, really fluid uh yeah. I, I mean
0: the bit, like he he's not the most aggressive downhill guy, but they He'll also hit get, like, hard though. Yeah. And he he's like he's not a bad tackler by any means. I think yeah. he's got tons of upside again. Yeah, him and they're both so young too, him and Washington. I know. Um, and Mori like we're talking about him as a single high, but like he plays nickel, he plays too deep. Like they move him around too. I re- why does
1: TCU suck? I don't know. <laughs> and like he, he's, I don't know. He's he's solid, and, man. I kind of just say he's okay, man. But he's pretty good. It's just like
0: yeah, he's just he's he's like clearly built to be his own dude. But
1: yeah, and like like if you throw him down and match him up on tight ends, he's gonna have no issue. But it's like the faster, better route runners can get him a bit. But yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah, both both him and Washington are top ten safeties. If and maybe Washington's top five, Morrig might be there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, next we're Kaden Stearns.
0: Yeah, and so Kaden Stearns is interesting. Where he was banged up last year. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he was really good as a freshman. Uh, yes. He is. Varied. I think him and Morrig are really different types of safeties, but similarly built. Um, where yep. Morrig's like you want him in that single high type deep zone type safety, where Stearns is more of an overhang matchup guy um, yep. who's better in man, like maybe a tight end eraser type. Uh, yep. Doesn't have the same range as Morrig, but I think he's a more physical player around, around the line of scrimmage. I I like them both a lot. Like, uh, Stearns and Morrig are about the same for me, and then Washington is my one.
1: Uh, Stearns isn't far off uh, Morrig for me, but, like, sometimes Stearns, I find, like, he he just kind of doesn't play the run great. Like, he misses his fits, can get stuck on blocks. Um, So that's kind of my biggest um, knock on him. But, like, yeah, like you said, like, kind of used all over, too, and, like, that matchup guy, and he's good in men. I don't know he, he, he is good I, I think he's like a top 100 guy
0: yeah I think all, all three of those guys are look day two look like yeah those day two types um did you like anybody else
1: uh Harvey Peel from Oklahoma State's okay uh, I saw some bigger uh love for him uh, I, I kind of I don't know he's all right yeah. um I found Delarin Turner yell
0: interesting from Oklahoma
1: I, I do think he's interesting. I I don't... See that whole... He just... yeah. He the, just... Just, like... He just runs... He, well, I don't know what I'm saying. He's
0: like a bullet. <laughs> he's like... He's gonna... He missed a lot of tackles, too. But he just, like, is very all over
1: the place. I don't know. I just found him fun. It's kind of funny. Like, the whole Oklahoma office line, aside from Humphrey, and, like, the whole Oklahoma uh, defensive backfield, just kind of, like, all fall in that almost draftable range. Yeah. It's
0: kind of, but, dude, Greg Isworth's gonna place best teams in the league for a decade... It,
1: yeah, he's got a seventh round grade for me just to be a special team Be I
0: think he's a great tackler. He's yeah, great he's instincts
1: built, eh? Sorry. Even he's pretty thick built even though he's not listed yeah. the biggest.
0: I think yeah, but he's just going to be like a third safety for a team and last a while yeah. playing specials and cause yeah, ultimately like his ability and coverage is a question like can't Yeah. He doesn't have the athleticism, but he's a great tackler with great instincts. I really like
1: Yeah. Like him. Plays the run really well. BJ
0: mm-hmm. Foster's really Interesting. Uh, do you have a draftable? on him? No, oh, but okay, okay. I, obviously big recruit. Yeah, banged up last year. They play him like almost like a a linebacker. Mm-hmm. I think he's a box safety in the NFL. I think he's just a guy who, if he stays healthy and improves his coverage, like
1: I, I think he's an interesting player on the line of scrimmage. Fair enough. That like again, it's a pretty like. Deep, like not just top heavy, but I think that the, the group is pretty deep. The safety like just safety class couple,
0: in general, eh? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's there's a been a lot a of like, yeah, there's been a lot of hidden gems, and like the top guys have showed up, you know yeah, what I mean? Mm-hmm, for us,
0: mm-hmm. uh, okay, before we get out of here, uh, quickly, Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year pick,
1: uh, I picked Chuba Hubbard, I picked Spencer Rattler, I'm all in. I respect that, that's a good pick. I probably should have picked Rattler. Um, D P O Y is a tougher pick. Who'd you go with? I went with our Darius Washington. See, okay, our Darius Washington is my highest rated defensive player.
0: That was part of why I picked him. I was like, I don't really actually know. Well, I I considered Darius Stills, and then I thought West Virginia's just not going to be that good. Not good
1: enough, exactly. And
0: then there's Osai, but do I really believe like like that? Um,
1: I picked Osai just because of the Texas, and he's already kind of a big name, and and yeah. I, I, I think like
0: there's You're nobody upset. who's definitely going to from oklahoma right no uh no. so I, for me i, I think TCU is going to be much better this year i think that safety group those those two are going to get a lot of hype and i think our Darius Washington's yeah. the type of guy who's just going to put up like such a well-rounded stat line
1: that's a good pick. Like, really, I should, probably should have picked Washington, but uh, yeah. I mean, your your pick's more logical. Just,
0: I feel like in theory, a pass rusher's more likely to win than a. Just, yeah.
1: Rate. Yeah, exactly. Like he's. I could like, see Caden Stearns winning it too, though. Based on uh, name value and being Texas, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like the the Texas bump is definitely a real thing here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who's your? Uh, I mean, okay, I think we both have Oklahoma winning, the conference. Yeah. Who do you have them beating? I have them beating Iowa State. Oh, okay. So, the second spot's kind of wide open, isn't it? Like, I th- like you got Iowa State, you got Texas, and I, I picked Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah, right? I was going to say, though, I think those are the three you you consider, right? You're not really thinking anybody else,
1: right? No, not at all. Like, I- uh, if you see that TCU jump that you're... <laughs> and by <laughs> you're jump, projecting. I just meant, like, they go 7-5. and five. It's, Yeah, and said uh, what they do last year? 6-6? 5-7. Oof, I that's think. bad. Anyways, yeah, and then yeah, the bottom of the conference is like, eh, and then K State's always great. Yeah, that's about it.
0: Like Oklahoma State should have a good offense, but I I take them down because the whole Mike Gundy thing is just like I know such I a know. mess. And then then you consider Texas, but you know, like that's not that fun picking Texas. And I think this is the best like. The, clearly the best Iowa State team Matt Campbell's had. Brock Purdy could break out. I love the running yeah. back, like I talked about earlier, Brees Hall. Yeah. They got the tight ends. They got a couple of receivers, too. Um, the offensive line's their big question, but like they've also been one of the best Big 12 defenses
1: the last couple of years, and Greg Eisworth's yeah. the king. So, Team yeah. we... I don't even know if we've said their name today, is Baylor. It's like, I don't know what to expect from the Bears this year. Like, it's just, of, it's super up in the air.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I Offensively, unless you're like a really big Charlie Brewer believer, it's a lot of new faces. Obviously, like, Brewer's not
1: a bad college No, he's a good college quarterback.
0: Yeah. And, like, obviously, the coaching change, Dave Aranda, who I think we both think is going to be a good head coach. It's just like, I do. Yeah. You lose that, a bit of that luster just because Matt Rule's Matt Rule, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Lost but, lost a lot on defense. Yeah, he like they just lost l- they
0: lost so much. So yeah. And like Rol- I, I, I think like the, the I majority think of the staff with him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I think they'll probably be like hand in hand with TCU, but probably slightly below them. I think both Baylor and TCU are seven eight type yeah. wins. Yeah. But I mean just doing this, T- uh, TCU's obviously got more talent. Yeah, high end talent. I right, but yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I almost said Baylor could be better coach than I realized Gary Patterson's geek the king. they also <laughs> I didn't TCU hire Jerry Kill as I, th- I think th- I, did, as right. like their assistant to the head coach I love Jerry Kill so much sick uh-huh. <laughs> the Jerry Kill bump okay big 12 city of the week did you uh, make one because
1: I picked one I got a quick one baby it's gotta be Manhattan you know <laughs> I think there's only three cities
0: you can consider yeah Manhattan is obviously one of them duh Ames yep. of course and Morgantown and
1: Morgantown's my pick because it's I mean can I, Morgantown's the greatest can I give, place in the world of course can I give my little Manhattan fun fact yeah first? go for it uh, it's nicknamed the little apple because the only thing that grows there is crab apples little little known fact
0: yeah I mean well
1: that's how they make their money it's, it's all crab apples all there. there that sounds awful everything crab apples <laughs> okay I picked
0: Morgantown because Morgantown is the greatest city in the world. It's Um, the best. Obviously, Mountaineer Field at Mulan-Pusker Stadium. Pusker
1: Stadium,
0: baby. What a name. (laughs) Uh, A couple notable Morgantown, West Virginia people. The Bowden Brothers, Bobby's sons, and Bob Huggins. Of course. course. Owen Schmidt. No, and he's an alumni. I don't know if he's actually from Morgantown.
1: He owns that bar that closed down or something. That's true.
0: Uh, here are my alumni Billy Mays The, the spokesman Really? Yep, yep. I, I didn't know that Pac-Man Jones Obviously Of course Kevin yeah. Pit Snoggle Who could forget Owen Schmidt Pat White Steve Slayton A.K.A. The Big Three Yep
1: and, Barking Dogs And then the logo Jerry West I wish forget Jerry West is West Virginia Me too Me too They should name, Should they change The name to Jerry West Virginia Find out next week